Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Ellie And Hero of the Federation, Tyler Hymanson. Ooh, Hero of the Federation. Yeah. I, like, I like the We all know that. now that it's a hollow title. That's right. <laughs> well, we are here talking about Species 6, or as I like to call it, uh, Horny Space Soldiers, the movie. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, that was a joke if you've watched the movie. Um, we're talking about Starship Troopers 2, Hero of the Federation. Wow. Yeah. They made another Starship Troopers movie. I feel like that this is, the Starship Troopers sequence is, like the, these these sequels, it's like we might be stuck in a parallel universe where every movie that we've ever watched is now converging into one. It's really yeah. kind of crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but before we get too far into yes. it, you guys, we have to listen to this trailer because I think it's a, a good one. They captured the brain. The troopers controlled the battlefield. But it was only the beginning. All personnel to the perimeter! The bugs are back. This time it's different. It's so different, you guys. <laughs> it's, it's really different. Yeah. <laughs> this time it's different. Especially because I'm pretty sure what they just described in the beginning of that trailer didn't even happen in the movie. <laughs> like <laughs> capturing the brain bug and having control. That was the end. That was the end of the first movie. No, I know, but that didn't, wasn't in this movie at all. No, no, yeah, I guess they're just referencing the first one. Um. <laughs> This movie, this movie scientifically proves that spending time with Steven Spielberg does not make you a good filmmaker. <laughs> well, yeah. So why are you why are you saying that? What, uh, what because we have that? we have Dan Tippett of Phil, the Phil, you, Phil Tippett. Phil Tippett, sorry, Phil Tippett of the "You Only Had One Job" meme, uh, <laughs> a dinosaur supervisor on Jurassic Park. You only uh, had one job. <laughs> uh, World class uh, puppeteer and VFX guy uh, in Hollywood. This is his directorial debut and finale. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, he didn't really direct anything. Some self funded project, but this is the major thing that he directed. Okay. He had one shot. Yeah, he didn't miss it though. He, he took it. <laughs> he, t- he took it. Um, yeah, and uh, I mean, what else? So we're we're kind of already. I mean, you probably can already tell we're a little bit. A little bit down in this movie, probably. Um, but, like, another reason to think that maybe it was going to be good is that the writer from the original is back for this. Mm-hmm. Yes, writers from the original. And it does start with some propaganda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ed Nurmeyer. They, uh, we were talking yeah. about um, how that probably had to be carried over, right? We were hoping. Uh, we, were, like, we were hoping. And there was a, do you want to know more? I feel like they forced them to add it in, though. Yeah. yeah. probably. Because they know, like, spoiler alert, they don't ever go back to it again until the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it like bookends the movie, and also they don't do the. It's only ever like one thing, pretty much. 
they do the do you want to know more but then it kind of continues in the same it doesn't like cut into like some TV show you don't or actually some other get commercial. to know more we wanted yeah. to know so much more and never got to and it loses the whole uh, computer screen thing yeah. where someone's clicking the next little tab this movie plays like the worst episode of the bad sci-fi show that's your guilty pleasure like it's a, it's like a bottle episode of that of like Farscape I, no I don't want to say Farscape people love Farscape Stargate Stargate, no. one of the Stargates, <laughs> yeah. not not the one that people like. One of the ones that even the Stargate people are like, ah, that one's weird. <laughs> yeah, whatever the Deep Space Nine of Stargate is. What about that underwater submarine? I think it's Stargate show. Atlantis. Sequest? Yeah, no, oh, that was Sequest. a good one. Sequest. That's the one. That was on okay. like the middle of the day on Saturday, right? I love Sequest. That was, I thought that was all right, wasn't it? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I is haven't that, watched it in uh, a while. Here's the thing: is that where the the Life Aquatic, the dolphins thing, comes from? Because that, like, that's the one that had super intelligent dolphins. And they shot out torpedo tubes. <laughs> it very well might. <laughs> anyway, we digress. This movie. After the, you know, do you want to know more propaganda thing, it just dumps you right in the middle of battle, which the first movie did also and showed you some horrible stuff to get you into it in the beginning. But then immediately was like one year later, 40 minutes of senior year so that you understand what some of these characters are doing. And this was like that, but without any of that context. Like in the middle, in the middle of this hectic, really dusty battle (laughs) to hide all of the, the CG that. Maybe and, it was not quite and, as good. And the stage that they were on. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, in the middle of it, there's like a lieutenant going around like very quickly saying everyone's names like, Otter, do this. Da, da, da. And then you, this guy, do that. And you're, I think that was supposed to be the introduction to all those characters. But it went by so fast that, you know, normally <laughs> during the podcast, I have people's names, uh, the, you know, the character names sure. up on the screen. But even looking at them, I'm like, even if I said who they were, I'm like, I don't think I remember which character that is. Yeah, it'd have to be all like euphemisms. Like, that sex guy, yeah, and that yeah. young dude, the naked and girl, the black one. This is the, and we, this is where we get introduced into the fighting shirtless first of the armed infantry <laughs> because there's a lot of shirtless people in this movie. <laughs> this is a bad scene. Yeah, it's just so like, uh, you can't really tell what's going on. And It introduces you right away to the conflict between. I guess the psychic guys are now on the field in the battle, like right. giving directions to the lieutenants, even though those are like military yeah. guys. Yeah. Like Neil Patrick Harris was never like on the field being like, he only showed up afterwards. Rico. Yeah. yeah. You know, like they only were doing high level strategy stuff, but this guy's like literally there and he sucks. Oh my God. He's got like this little <laughs> shit eating mustache. And it's like, <laughs> he's, he's awful. His well, name is to look like a weaselly incredibly dumb. His name is Lieutenant. Pavlov Dill. <laughs> <laughs> and I Yikes, get that yikes. he's supposed to be dumb and annoying, and they yeah. try to like give him a little arc where he redeems himself slightly later, but it's just kind of like, Lieutenant in this Dill, first we, scene, like, he was wanna, just annoying me so much. Oh, he's the worst. I want to get back to his uh, where he gets his comeuppance in this movie because oh, I, it was so hilarious to me. But yeah, he's awful. They're all, I mean, I, I guess it's kind of carrying over that everyone looks like perfect Barbie doll people. Um, I guess. At least kind they're trying of? to. Well, they, we've definitely immediately abandoned the like mostly white, but for some reason from Buenos Aires thing. Right. Because this time there's really no mention of where anybody's from. And this time we actually have like a multi- cultural cast which like yeah. 
normally I would be like, that's good in a movie. But in this case, I was like, because it was funnier before <laughs> that they were all like white and airy. It was, I think it was yeah. the reason that was, yeah. the, was the point to it. Yeah. So I don't know. I was conflicted about that. I was like, yay, ethnic people, jobs. But then I was like, but it doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to know who's a good actor in this movie because the direction is so over the top. Like there's all these zoom booms into people making horrible reaction. Like, like it's, it's shot as if this is a silent film where everyone yeah. needs to mug like like giant expressions. The so worst that you was could every time happening. the main girl had a oh psychic my vision. Her the look on her face was just awful. Like it was not good. Yeah, the visions look real stupid too. Yeah, the vision showing the same thing, and I was like, I'm kind of at one point, so it's like, it's like it cuts to like a chessboard. Yeah, and, so this, and, and one her point, eye. Somebody Whoa. drops like a headshot, like a burning headshot. I was like, oh, I guess someone wanted to be an actor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Mean, it was well, it was like her husband, her, hus- or her ex, yeah, or whatever. Sure. The guy who died. <laughs> you know, in the future, where he keep his headshot because he wanted to do those orange well, juice commercials. Well, <laughs> not like not in the initial battle scene, but pretty soon when they they get to like this fortress, some abandoned fortress that they take over to the hide from the yeah, bugs. or like Hotel Delta or something. Yeah, well, Delta. no, Hotel Delta. That's like letters. They're saying yeah, yeah, Squad yeah. HD, yes. whatever. Yeah. Get it? There was a HD? sign that said Hotel Delta. <laughs> hotel Rwanda. Yeah, so, so they went to the hotel. They went to the Delta Sky Lounge. <laughs> um, but you can tell pretty quickly that all of the like cool stuff from the original movie about how like gender was just like not barely a thing anymore, mm-hmm. and like nobody while they were at work, nobody was sexualized, and like mm-hmm. all men and women were pretty much seen as being completely equal in the workplace. Like that is completely out the window immediately. Mm-hmm. There's this whole thing about how she can't really be a good psychic because her woman hormones get in the way. Oh, you got pu- puberty, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fucks it up, <laughs> turns out. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold up, hold up. Did you say you were pregnant? It- Oh, now you're valuable that again. That changes everything. <laughs> like, I mean, that could be an interesting idea, maybe, but, like, it's so poorly The way executed. that scene is yeah. acted, he was like... Wait, did you see? It's it's one of the so things stupid. where the, there's there's no craft to it, so you can't tell if there's any subtlety. So all the misogyny just comes across as misogyny and not mm-hmm. as commentary. And yeah. I don't know that it was. I don't know on paper if it was supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know. It's almost like this is the view that if the first movie is completely propaganda, this is like what was under the propaganda and you're like seeing maybe how it really is. I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess that kind of gets into, that gives it more credit than I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Like it almost thinks that taints the legacy of like, maybe the first one's not as clever because this is the same writer or Mm -hmm. maybe it's just bad execution by, by Tippett. Um, no, I think well, uh, it's, it's both of those things as well. But yeah, yeah I mean, in the, so in the special features, uh, they don't go too much into like, well, maybe it's in the one I didn't get a chance to watch, but they didn't go too much into like why <laughs> the this movie one you missed, yeah, why this movie existed in the first place. But they did say that um, uh, Ed Neurmeyer, uh agreed to write the script on spec just ah. like, to see what happens. So he, he might have just like done it and thrown not it away. put his whole heart into it. Yeah. And then they were like, shit, this is great. Let's make it. So I don't know. That's just speculation. I can't. I can't speak for everybody involved. But the people on the special features were very uh, um, complimentary. Complimentary I of this Phil thing too. Yeah. It was on the DVD from the Los Angeles Public Library. Huh. They were like, he, you know, he knows what he's doing and everything. So I, I don't. I, maybe it was just a budget 
thing. It's kind of like this whole thing is like a bottle episode movie. Yes, no, that's what it is. <laughs> they never once they get to that uh, outpost, they never leave it. Basically, well, and the, like the practical stuff is still pretty cool. Yeah, like yes. anything practical is still like okay. Yeah, he really knows like what mm-hmm, he's doing. And there mm-hmm. was this whole thing in that documentary too about how Ray Harryhausen came to the set to visit him because Phil Tippett got upset that he couldn't go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony for oh. Harryhausen, <laughs> and he was so like sad about it that the producers like got Harryhausen to come visit the set. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we were talking a little bit about the bad acting, and I will say that maybe these people were just not that great at the time. Yep. But many of them have gone on to be, be very successful. Very successful. Like uh, the the main dude was on Desperate Housewives. Yep. Uh, one of the um, actors, Billy Brown, he has a role on uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, a lot of the people have gone on to do much bigger things. J.P. Mano was the uh, the dean look alike in. Uh, <laughs> In community? Oh, yes. Uh, I can't remember. what There was a name for him. It was not... Uh, oh. It was like... I hang know, on. Doppelganger. Doppeldiener? Doppeldiener. Yeah, that might have been what it was. <laughs> um, the the dude who's supposed to be like the young, sexy guy that first gets ruined by sex, he was like on One Life to Live when I was like a teenager. He was like the hot, sexy teenager <laughs> guy that like came into town and like, you know ruined the uh, high school sweetheart relationship that had been going for like oh, no. five years or whatever it was. So that's so uh, I, t- I instantly, when I saw him, I was like, Oh my God, I know this person. Like, and then I looked it up and I was like, ah, like freaking out. <laughs> but interestingly, Brenda strong was in the first starship troopers as a yeah. completely different that's character. Right. And they don't, really address that at all she's just here as someone different she has a different name and everything so yeah it's not even it's not supposed to be like that character got demoted from no which wouldn't have made any sense because she was like a starship captain I think her character right. even probably died didn't she go down with the ship uh, i don't recall uh, yeah i think so yeah, I think because Denise, denise richards and the other dude took over yeah and, yeah, they, and, and they they escaped but i don't know if they show her getting i still wish up. that this character uh rake had been like my twin sister was always so much better than me, and she became a starship captain, yeah, but then she fl- died. Filthy fly, boy. That would be yeah. so funny, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not a Dean pun. It is a Moby pun. He is phobie. Oh, God. That's funny. That's funny. Um, yeah, this movie, uh, in the very beginning... Like, in the first 20 minutes, I wanted to just, like, turn it off and take a break. It was but- really difficult. Like, I was so I was watching it on the train. Sorry to cut you off. But, like, oh, no, I, was, I was watching it on the train, and there was a glare. Like, I was, it, was, it was on my iPad, and I was watching it, and I was like, I can't see what's happening. <laughs> and, like, and there's, oh, no, and there's no audio cues in terms of what's happening. No. It's just a bunch of shouting. Shooting I was, like, I, was just, I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to read a synopsis from the beginning of this movie. <laughs> yeah, but there's, like, so I wanted to stop it somewhere to, like, take a break and do something else for a minute before I dove back in. But, like, the whole first, like, I don't know, maybe even the whole first half an hour feels like one long continuous thing where there's like no break or anything. There's just like slowly going to this outpost and, and um, you know, like we were saying, it's like we're only dealing with these people. We're not looking at the space fleet or anybody else. So it's like you're just in this like long stretch where they're getting to the outpost and once they finally get to the outpost, then they take a break where they like find this other prisoner and they like cut away from all the it's main a, characters. It's exhausting. But it's like this long thing and I was like, there's no good stopping point. Like I can't, oh God, this is not, uh, it's, it's I need why, to take a break from these it's people. It's why <laughs> movies need B-plots. Yeah, exactly. 
And this movie eventually develops some, but mm. it's not... Uh, it, it takes 30 minutes for them to get through to this outpost where you actually get to... Because, like you said, they, they think that they've introduced these characters. And the funniest thing about this, they think they've introduced these characters, and this movie thinks that it's made memorable characters. Because oh, God, no. did you watch the credits? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they when they, 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 they they've used like the extras of like of them all smiling like it's a sitcom. Well, I was like, supposed you to be like the predator credits. Like or yeah, something. like yeah. like you give a shit about these people at all. No. The person I give the least shit about was the one they seemed to want me to care the most about, which was fucking Billy. God, they're like, every two seconds, they're like, Billy, what are you doing? Get over here, you dumbass. You got to shoot your gun at the things. Otherwise, you're going to die. It's okay, Billy. Come with me, Billy. I lost my knife. Oh, here you go, Billy. A soldier needs a knife. <laughs> Thanks, but don't officers need their knife? Nah, officers only tell troopers where to die. <laughs> Oh yeah. god! Uh, um, we also have a, a tragic uh, death scene where somebody dies, and like in order to comfort him as he's dying, the other guy holds him close and sings "Red River Valley," the classic public domain. That song. was so <laughs> dumb too, because I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy even?" And they're making the like the whole the whole thing has been super serious actiony, and then all of a sudden it's like. Um, the score literally is going like it's Red River Valley. It's just yeah, Red River exactly. Valley. The music is so bad. <laughs> well, bad. at like the the fact that that's an American folk tune <laughs> like throws me off and irritates me because it shows a lack of understanding of like the mythology of the Starship Troopers universe. Like there was nothing, no cultural references, no nothing like that in the first one. No, and the, this movie, there's a line in this movie, and maybe we can just get into like what actually happens here because, it, like, sure. but, the, but there's a line in this movie where somebody says, "It's like God." But not like the god people used to believe in. Yeah, it's like it's like the like I am too lazy to write a different thing that is within the construct of this fascist <laughs> world where they've left Christianity behind for the only the Federation. So I'm going to use a modern day analogy and then just have the character saying like, "Well, like I am a." Master of the classics, and I knew how people used to think before the Federation, and that's what this feels like in my brain-altered state. Yeah. Well, there's also a whole part where somebody says, like, you know, there was, like, without saying the word Jesus, he's like, there was this dude, though, and nobody <laughs> believed him, right? Doesn't he, like, yeah. describe no, the story no, of Jesus? Is, but what he says that in his, in the way that he posits it is that carpentry is the thing that oh, killed yeah, yeah, Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that as a he note. Should, he should no, have. because because <laughs> it was it's the it's it's Sergeant Dill or who Lieutenant Dill is talking about. Like I'm not writing a report so much as I'm making your gallows. <laughs> and then he's like, there was another guy who was into carpentry. <laughs> yeah, didn't but work that, out for but him. But that carpentry ended up being his cross. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he's like, "You're gonna hang for this," and the guy's like, "Better be a regulation rope." rope. That's actually that's actually a good line. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the fact that they're referencing Jesus and like American folk music, and yeah. like, I'm just like, I that automatically makes me mad because I wanted to think that this was so far in the future that all of that has completely it's the 23rd fallen century. Yeah, like maybe the concept of God and Jesus would still be around, but I feel like well, songs and like things, you know. And the movie starts with a propaganda shot of them putting up the mobile infantry, infantry flag that is the Vietnam Memorial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or is that the Korean War Memorial? Korean War, uh, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. It might we, be Korea because in that documentary he said that he thought of this movie like as Korea. If Starship Troopers is oh, World yeah. War II that he thinks of this yeah, as I believe, Korea. I believe it is the Korean um, The uh, Yeah, another thing Apologies. we were wondering if it was going to get carried over was all the um, 
you know, the fascist stuff with the Federation. And I would say for the most part, it is like put on the back burner in yeah. this movie, save for like, uh, I think the thing at the end. Um, yes. I think, the, I think the, the, the propaganda the, at the, the end is very at much. The end redeems this movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I think that it gets way more into the politics within this unit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it kind of talks about, what the Federation is, but I would say that most of the stereotypes or most of the commentary they're talking about would be the same if it was a Jarhead or if it, yeah, was, exactly. if it was an Iraq movie. It's like, more about the, the crew that they're with. It's more just about war in general and not necessarily about this super fascist state. Well, and there was more hints of the fact that, like, these bugs can't communicate with us and we don't really know their motives, you know, and that was right. sort of mysterious in the first movie. But now, like, they're straight up evil. They want to kill us all and they said so. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, and so it's just kind of like, oh, man, well, so we're losing a little that. Bit, we're losing a little bit of that, uh, like, uh, ambiguity there, but... Uh, yeah. Right, like, we were talking about if these uh, <laughs> asteroids were even attacking Earth. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Now there's no questions. Like, the bugs are bad. The bugs are bad. They're, yeah, they're <laughs> We're the good guys. Well, I think, I think that that's one of the, the greatest sins of this, where I think that the ambiguity of Neil Patrick Harris's line of, it's afraid, and, like, we were kind of talking about, like, yeah. what could that mean? I think that that's one of the things that gives the movie depth, mm-hmm. is kind of reading into. we The movie takes great pains to show what a dishonest prick he is. Mm-hmm. And so that we can't trust that line. And this movie kind of just says, yeah, they're evil. It's fine. Like we want to kill them. They're, they're bugs. They're bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, so this movie, um, yeah, I was super bored. Like, I don't know for the first oh 40 God. minutes, maybe. Uh, <laughs> and then like stuff finally starts to happen. And I was like, okay, this is getting a little bit more interesting for me. Um, but still not great. But- yeah, for me, once I stopped wanting it to be Starship Troopers and yeah. seeing every reason why it wasn't Starship Troopers and just accepted, okay, this is just like basically a conventional alien horror movie. Yeah. Once I accepted that, then I was like, oh, okay, you know, like, but yeah. you're just so annoyed in the beginning, especially because we maybe because we just watched the first one last yeah. week. You know, maybe for other people, right. it wasn't quite so jarring but once i just accepted that this wasn't really gonna be like that other one at all i then was more okay with it i think that that's true but i think that this movie makes you accept that through pure attrition (laughs) 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 it's just like you know what fine fine (laughs) like like, wait you're gonna have makeout bugs and like like these space marines want to fuck like fine someone's named lieutenant soda and they're gonna say like oh they're sipping on soda it's like fine i think (laughs) i think that was the breaking point for me i think that's when i was like okay fuck this well yeah so i made that uh, (laughs) i made that species joke uh early in the beginning because there's part way through the movie when it's like starting to really kick in uh you know there's these other you know troopers that had arrived with the general and the one girl is just like trying to have sex with everybody and she comes out of the shower naked and this one dude um like stays behind in this room with her and they're like about to make out and then she goes like on his you know kisses him on the mouth and then he's like and like started freaking out and i was like what the fuck this is like straight out of species unfortunately they didn't have the budget for sills like tongue going through the guy's head or whatever now it's just they just kind of like awkwardly make out it was the same thing i mean she i mean 
yeah, it, it almost made me feel like, did she audition for that, for like one of the Species sequels and then didn't get it, but did this I mean, instead? she kind of, yes. It, seems <laughs> so like it, was, maybe she, it was so similar. Did I you mean, guys also check? So, okay, so basically the plot is, so we can kind of talk around sure. it, is that they're, uh, the bugs have found a new type of bug that can, it's a parasite that can go into humans and their plan is to infect the general, send him back to high command mm-hmm. so that he can uh, basically destroy the human race. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the psychics are seeing in their visions uh, and but it's clouded they can't quite see it so we can talk around all that but did you guys catch the other reference to a different movie that we've talked about so it's very very species heavy all the other ones we've talked about like all the crossover of dragon heart oh and we we missed a dragon heart <laughs> we did we need to we, we need, need to, to issue a this. correction yes, we need to issue awful correction. people <laughs> and um we, yeah. <laughs> we only recognized the male characters who had previously been in sequels. Yes. Or male, male actors. Dina, Dina Mare is her name, right? Yes. She was Dizzy, Diz, Diz yep. in uh, Starship Troopers, but she was also the like main, main female heroine, yeah. from Dragonheart. But yeah. I guess we just didn't recognize her without her Merida costume on, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. She was, she was much younger, but still, yes. that was pretty bad of us. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, Because Whoops. I know you were so disappointed in listening, uh, Ms. Meyer. We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we did catch it. Uh, Elis caught it. Two days after it aired, and we were like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only caught it by listening to another podcast that was talking about Starship Troopers, and they mentioned it, and I was like, <gasps> oh, <laughs> no. I was like, this podcast didn't even watch Dragonheart, and they mentioned it. Like. <laughs> so it. so these these bugs go, go into the mouth there, and there's a point where we haven't really talked about this character yet, but uh, what's his name? Dax? Rax? Who? Dax. 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 <laughs> Carl from Desperate Housewives. Carl. Yeah. Um, well, so he he has a missing in action moment with one of these bugs where uh, he is blindfolded and just like Chuck Norris with the bag of rats. Oh, I didn't think about that. He, he <laughs> bites one of the bug's legs off. He doesn't even end up killing it, though. No, no. Uh, Sahara comes in and yeah. saves him. But... It is. I was like, "Oh shit! This is right out of Missing in Action." <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't think about that. That's um, true. Also, the main general, his name was General Jack Shepard. I was like, "Oh, lost yeah. reference." <laughs> yeah. The the moment for me when I started to like get more into this movie is when we finally get our first like practical effect thing. When um, you know, so the bugs go inside these people, but like. Basically, the body is dead, I think, and they just are still like yeah. decomposing. You can only have, like, I think, you can only use it for so long before you got to get out of there. Yeah. So the one like technical guy, uh, he had already in the midst of like trying to infect another dude, had got his arm ripped off and stuff. And they say like, "Yeah, he's sleeping." And later, the lead like uh, bug guy goes and opens up this closet, and he's in there. It's like, "Hey, buddy, you okay?" And he's like, "I'm fine." He looks like Gollum. <laughs> he's yeah. Like yeah, he's like this shriveled up dude. Yeah. <laughs> But it's all like this practical puppet thing. Yeah, and, and I he's, thought and, and it was really cool. And he's like, "Here, let me help you." And then he just picks him up, and yeah. like, like parts fall off of him. And then he carries him into like uh, he carries him into like trap these other two dudes. And they open the door, and he's like, "What up, guys?" <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "What the fuck?" And then the dude rips his head off, and it was so gross. Uh, I thought that looked really awesome. Oh, that looked awesome. This is where we get into the movie where it kind of introduces like, okay, now we're doing like the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's people in this outpost. The doors are closed. There's bugs outside. Like, who's been taken? Who hasn't been taken? Yeah, certain people are going to get controlled by the bugs. Of course, there's one dude that we don't really trust, so we're going to blame him. You know, same old shit. Uh, 
I like the, uh, the, the, the same scene. You get to see the full design of like what I imagine the bug is like if it just stays long enough in a person. It comes out as like this full, you know, we had previously seen it as like this tiny bug, right? Yeah, right. right. Comes out with this long, like spine length bug right. or whatever. And the guys in the room like actually kill that bug, but then it has like this bulb on its butt that it's releases like, it's like all when you these... kill a mama spider. Exactly. Yeah, it releases all those little bugs. And I was like, that was really cool and gross. Uh, I, I liked that kind of little bit of design there. So to tell you the level that this movie's operating at, because we have a bunch of Marines uh, hanging out in mm-hmm. a place with not much to do, we get multiple scenes of people brushing their teeth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they have the pearliest whites in the fighting mobile infantry <laughs> uh, because it's just like, I guess, like what, else can they be doing like how what makes people vulnerable well they, mess, they take they take their, yeah they yeah. take their shirts off and they brush their teeth and so we, we get to see like three or four scenes of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then things start getting bad because as sahara exclaims loudly everyone's fucking instead of fighting <laughs> that's, right. that's why we're that's how we got stuck here i know there's place. a there's like a is that a robin song <laughs> There's like a 30 minute stretch of the film where like everyone's like trying to have sex. Like people are like, hey, what are you up to? There's like this whole extended scene with like the main Dax guy and the first girl, I think Charlie Soda. Soda. Yeah. Who is like, she's like trying to seduce him and he's like, which I need you guys to fill me in on this scene because I was on the train and I could see where it was going and I just fast forward just a touch. <laughs> she hits on him. And she's like, I've got so much energy. I need to get it out. And he's like, oh, you got energy, huh? So uh, drop and give me a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, he's like, he's like uh, you're looking for some way to pass the time, huh? Well, come over here. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And then he's like, yeah, stop right there. Get on the floor. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's actually pretty good. And it then, was and funny. Then before he leaves, he says, actually, make it 200. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, God damn it. It was really funny. That was maybe, if, that made me like that character. It went a on for bit. so long, that scene where they're like, are you flirting with me? Yeah. Yeah, that's why like, I was I like, I was like, I know where this is going. <laughs> I am, there's people looking yeah, at what I'm watching. Yeah, I don't need to, let me fast forward to the scene where, oh God, she's naked now. What? Uh, no, further, further and forward. And blood. Yeah, further forward. She's naked again. Oh, fuck. No. Yeah. So, there's a main character whose name I now cannot remember. The redheaded girl. So, uh, Sahara, right? No, um, no, that was Brenna Strong. The redheaded girl. The psychic girl. Yeah, that's Sahara. Oh, that was Sahara? Yeah. Oh, okay, then never mind. Oh, Rake is was Brenda Strong. Yeah. yeah. Rake was the one who said everyone was fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Sahara, she she has, like, of course, uh, not that great psychic powers. So that's why she's in the infantry. She's not a, a black shirt, as they keep saying, which I guess are the psychic people. But her powers are, like, not good. They're kind of, like, unbreakable. I mean, not even as good as unbreakable, but, like, she touches you and then has, like, a vision. Yeah. But only when she's touched, only if she touches you, and it's, like, super blurry and super quick, and, yeah. I thought it was, like, yeah, doesn't the guy say, like, why didn't you take the black? Is what it, doesn't he say something he's, like or, that? Yeah, he's like, or why aren't you in a black shirt yeah, or something like that? Why aren't you wearing like the black? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're blacks, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I she thought, touches, like, things. the main bug guy, like, like she sees that he has a black thumb, and then he doesn't have a black thumb? Is that a thing that I the saw? The black thumb, I think, is a, is a um, indication that the bugs are in there because yeah. you start dying from yeah, the outside right, right, right. of uh, the body. But, yeah, I don't know. That's when she has oh, yeah, a, and then he was like, it was like cartridge burn or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. I was blown in too many NSNES cartridges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fingers are looking kind of black. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did kind of think it was interesting that they decided to go a little bit further into the whole psychic thing. But yeah. 
But the stuff, yeah. The way the, they did it was horrible. Yeah. The thing about her, like, the dude was, like, totally ignoring her. And then as soon as she's like, I'm pregnant. He vis- was like, her visions were, like, the, the tape from, like, The Ring or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, these yeah. non-out-of-context, like, shots of just, like, bugs. It was like, that's not helpful. Yeah. Or, you know, like, a thing about her her fiancé that died or whatever. He, like, right, and there was, like, an vision. ultrasound in one of them. Yeah. Pavlov <laughs> Dill was having the same visions he, he was well yeah. he was having a weird one where it's like look it, it was just like the people standing outside and then the arachnids it's, a, it's an interesting thing so like the consistent shot between all of their visions was like all of these bugs like running mm-hmm. and then a terrible shot a like, terrible shot okay but they <laughs> but it matches perfectly with like it like the movie makes a point of making it match with what dax does on the roof at the end yeah, we eventually see that shot happen in real life. Right. And so it's like, wait, so did the prophecy still come true? Yeah, I think it did. Okay. So she was infected? They just weren't they just didn't know. No, I don't No, 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 she's not. No, he the the prophecy was just that like something bad is happening. That's okay. All. They they I, they I don't think they were getting clear pictures at all. They just knew no. like the bugs are going to overrun us. That's what I'm seeing. The bugs are overrunning us and she just had a bad feeling about people. Okay. From her Psychic. Okay. So one by one, Psychic the people touch. have sex, get infected by spiders, or maybe don't even have sex. And even the still general succumbs to sex. I think. Oh, the or she just attacks him. No, the 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 man. No, he just gets attacked. Like she oh, but, slits his throat. But why was she naked? Because because. <laughs> well, no, I think she maybe she was like, hey, I think she general, seduced him, and then, and then he maybe not even seduced. She just like, caught him off guard, like just being by yeah, naked. I, I, but, yeah. Who knows? We don't we don't see what exactly yeah, happened. I assume that she was trying to have sex with him. Yeah, <laughs> I guess because he was laying down in his bed as well. Private so. soda. <laughs> yeah, but then there's shirtless. like a really upsetting but like everyone's shirtless in this movie. <laughs> yeah, like Rake is one of the last ones to go, and Brenda Strong is actually like. You know, a really good actress. She's best known for being the like suicidal narrator on uh, Desperate Housewives. Uh-huh. Um, and two people from Desperate Housewives. Yeah, and actually, like ev- almost everybody in this movie has been on Desperate Housewives or Mistresses <laughs> or another ABC primetime show. Uh-huh. Like they must have the same casting or something. But anyways, um, it was like a really upsetting scene where they like hold her down and infect her with the bugs, and it's like a like a really upsetting like military mm. rape. Like, and she even said in that behind the scenes feature that she like in the script when she was reading it, she didn't really realize, and then when they acted it out, she was like, ah, crap, this is like a re-. she's like, this is basically like a military rape but she said it in the documentary and it's like very like i mean she kind of what happens is she is able to inject herself with a bunch of adrenaline and come back and like kick ass in one last burst before then dying but like it's it's really graphic and yeah yeah, i don't know that that makes me feel bad about the silly joke that i wrote (laughs) down Go ahead. <laughs> I was just because like, because like she Here so, we go. So, so, <laughs> so no that happens and it's horrifying and then but then like there's the the adrenaline that's up there and then it just leads to this trail of syringes they're like yeah. what's happened and they're like oh my god she's become Barry Bonds <laughs> <laughs> and then she literally clubs somebody in the head and, and like knocks their head off and then she has a gun refuses to use it and then just starts beating people with it. <laughs> yeah there was a, she gets to have this like, in nineteen ninety. 90s baseball. She gets really like the only kind of like good comeback moment. Yes, she does. Yeah, there's an insane where she like 
grabs a butcher knife, and then there's like a 20 second scene of her like hacking this dude's head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh my god! Like and she's then she really puts going. in the microwave. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then a bug amazing. crawls out, and then she takes the that bug and throws it in her microwave. It's yeah. amazing, which um, is great. And then she uh, saves. Dax, or she gets enough energy mm. to let him loose and then kills herself. And this is where the movie, like, this is where the movie is fun. This is where it kind yeah. of picks up on what it's supposed to be. But yeah, you're finally getting into like, oh, this is like the B, maybe C movie I was looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, uh, so I thought, um, you know, when they, when she gets uh, the bug put in her and then, you know, is able to like shake it off, I was mm-hmm. thinking they were kind of introducing a new mechanic to how it gets uh how the bug takes you over like i felt like you needed to like be asleep or like knocked out for some period of time mm-hmm. because the like the guy said about the god thing like he's yeah. like you'll understand when you wake up i think it's like yeah. bit by bit i think it's i think it's a parasite and also I think that the, yeah the first girl who gets naked like when they bring her in um she's, she's asleep. also asleep. Knocked yeah out. when you get the bug you you knock out and then you're kind of like dreamy for a while we and saw those people that were like your... just cuddling for no reason right yeah. um <laughs> but yeah i think with like brenda shank since she immediately shot knew herself, what was happening yeah. she yeah. didn't fall asleep and then she killed herself knowing that it was there was like no yeah. other way yeah there's no way to so. do it yeah. yeah that was kind of gross she blows her head off like yeah so none of the guns in this movie actually fire any so like as as we had they have Starship flashing Troopers, lights yeah had <laughs> had the most blanks ever fired for any movie ever this movie is the dopest laser tag arena that you could ever play in yeah but and it they makes have, for a bad movie set. they have exciting things like illumination rounds and, uh, and, uh, my favorite thing about the illumination round is somebody is like, yeah, yeah, now I can see. as <laughs> a thing that somebody yells in the background. What else did they introduce in this movie? Uh, they introduced these crazy bug zapper fences. Oh, yeah, the bug zapper fences is the coolest addition. It was cool, this. but I was also like, it took a lot to kill one of those things in the zapper. Yes. Like, they put it up and, th- they put it up and show it stopping, like, one bug at a po- certain point. And I was kind of like, okay, well, what if it was like seven of them going through there at once? Would that's would they just true. push each other through eventually? They probably would, but I love the idea of a Tesla fence. Like it's just neat. It reminds me of like Command and Conquer back in the yeah. Day. Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like, but not like an invisible. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't invisible. Not an yeah. invisible kill fence. Right. No, no, yeah. There was also uh, another thing. Like so. Uh, they're at this outpost, right? And no one, know, like, no one's been there before. But the guy Dax, who was like, you know, locked up for murder, which we don't even need to talk about. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um. He, you know, was stationed there, so he knows how everything works. And so when he finally gets taken out, he sets up all this stuff, and it turns out this outpost has this crazy like perimeter burn feature where it like has these hooks that bring out these barrels full of napalm or whatever. Yeah. And there's this voice that comes over the, uh, over the outpost. And I, I swear to God, I had to look it up. I was like, it sounded like fucking Zordon. From- yeah. It sounded like Zordon. <laughs> it was like, it was like Rangers, a perimeter burn in five, four, three. And I had to look it up. It was not the same guy. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was not the same guy, but I was like, damn, it sounds like Zordon. Um, but I thought that was kind of cool. They launched these barrels off and it just like creates a circle of fire around them at yes. one point. That was a fun little little moment, even though it didn't look super great. Again, it's like it's like the worst bottle. Like I, this if people out there watch Battlestar Galactica, I there's an episode early on that I malign, and it's the Space Mafia episode because it's really <laughs> stupid, and and this is like the Space Mafia episode. I hope that there's 
better episode, better installments of this franchise. There might not be, but we'll see. Uh, it's like it has some of the elements of the things that you like. It is executed poorly. And it's like, well, Nikki and Paolo's diamonds. I hope that maybe they'll come back at some point. I will say that, like... I got lost in there. (laughs) I will say that uh, the CG, when it was, like, a ton of arachnids, like, didn't look super great. But the few times where it was, like, they were fighting one and it was kind of more up close, I thought it actually looked about as good as the last movie. Yes. And they also straight up used footage from the first film in the did. It did look as good as the last movie, but it was about almost ten years later, so that's not... Great. Yeah, but if you have a smaller budget. The other one yeah, was like, a, a, this, this, is, this is a TV movie. Allegedly, or, uh, this was a $7 million budget, which okay. is low. Compared to the other one, which was probably like 50. 60. Did this go to theaters? Or just no, it was, a, I think it was. It was a made-for-TV movie for uh, encore action. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is um, like one of those other Cinemax type. Channels. Yeah, so it was like. It was the, it <laughs> Does was that a, even exist anymore? Uh, Encore? Encore? I think it does. I think it does. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like the streaming arm of like it's owned by Paramount or Fox or who maybe not anymore. Who knows? Well, this is TriStar or something. TriStar. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to talk about the ending because yeah, the, the big good. confrontation and you know they're fighting everybody and it comes down to um, Dax and Sahara, Sahara are the only yeah. ones that are not either killed or infected. Mm-hmm. And the main guy of, of the bugs, I can't remember his name either, but uh, the main white man that is the bad guy, yeah. he Bug starts boy. giving this speech, like saying that like the bugs in the end are going to win no matter what you do, and the humans need to be wiped out, and they don't deserve to live because they prioritize the one over the many, which the bugs don't do, supposedly, mm-hmm. and humans do that. But that's like the opposite of what the entire <laughs> first movie was about. The yeah. whole point was that they're not emphasizing the one over the many. They're making them these nameless mobile infantry that like, mm-hmm. so that's why I was kind of like, I, these bugs don't even have the right idea about these humans, yeah. and we're just completely forgetting everything from before. And, well, it was know. like, it was like a wiki version of communism versus fascism. Right. Yeah, what right. that was uh and and it's like okay cool i get that it's like the hive mind but they were positing similar things in the first basically, movie basically, the humans, basically what they're so saying like, is that is that human intelligence is a disease because it allow you to believe anything yeah which like okay that's a stronger idea than the the tapping into whatever hive mind thing that you're saying is like is well, that, it's like the one brain controls everything yeah Basically. It's it's uh, so, but basically, that what they say is that the that this was the bugs' plan that they wanted to bring the general here. They wanted to trap everybody here, and so the general's running up to be rescued, and it is our hero's job to kill him. And mm. Dax uh, has already been imprisoned. He's already a killer because we can tell that. Well, basically, what he said is that like I was tired of watching all these young kids die. Like I was tired of feeding people more meat for the grinder. Yeah, more meat for the grinder. This guy's like he's weirdly not like fully against the Federation. He is like he does his duty and he like protects the fort and protects other people. But he's like pretty disillusioned with the whole thing. Yeah, like he's he's like a conscientious objector. Like he's like but like but he's but he's in the shit and like he's like so I'm gonna do what we need to survive. But like he killed his officer because he made was making dumb decisions. It was Mm -hmm. like he's like I'm fine for fighting for the good fight. Like he still believes in in a certain way. But he was also disillusioned with like we're just killing kids. Um, and so he ends up killing this general mm-hmm. and, uh, 
then Sahara's like, "Oh no, get on the get on the plane!" And he's somebody like, "Somebody finally comes to rescue them." Yeah, right. Uh, like you know, one thing that has like a driver and another. Yeah. One, so the it. other soldier sees him kill the general, See, and, and he's like, "Murderers don't go home." That's why he can't get on the. Yeah. <laughs> and then so he goes out in a blaze of glory, bah, 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 which was kind of cool. It was. Like, it was kind of yeah. cool. It's like shooting the gun. It was. It was. It was one of like a, like a bad Sam Raimi zoom boom of him <laughs> having like two guns, being like general. Yeah. And then we get to see that scene that everyone's been seeing in the vision. Right. The bugs finally overrunning him in the in a blue light or whatever. And he kills more bugs. Like, his kill count is higher than anybody He does a good job. Well, and he seen. tells her, like, you got to go back and warn everybody about the mind control bug or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, it, it, you can save the Federation. Like, so he does care about that. Well, yeah, kind of. He cares about saving lives, lives but I don't think he yeah. cares about... Yes. Federation. And no. Sam. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, which like, is why the ending is like so very he so he is sad. one of the most like I think that he's like a douchey meatbag that is not very likable. But I think that I didn't think he wasn't likable. Was yeah. At the end of the day, he's probably the most compelling character in any of these movies. So right, far. He, he seemed like the most human out of everyone in yeah. this movie, at least. Yep. Well, he's not. Um... I like I said I feel like the whole middle of this movie is not the propaganda that the entire first yeah. film was. It's right. like an actual view of what it was like or whatever. Well, so. and it's and then he's the wise person there. Like he is the guy who's unflappable. He's the guy who's teaching the yeah. rookies what to do. He's the guy who. So this is like the first time we're seeing actual emotion. Well, not they had other people had emotions. But this is the time we're seeing actual realistic depictions of like you know what people would actually do and he's the best one out of them so therefore he becomes like the character that we as modern day people with our ideas identify with the most yeah and it makes sense that his character exists now because like so this movie this movie takes place like five years Mm -hmm. after the last one so now like you know the first movie they are uh you know for the first time really taking the fight to the bugs yeah uh this now now they've been here for five years and it's not going well so yeah. that's why that gives it the space for this character who's totally disillusioned and like fuck all this to exist and you know i don't know about you guys but yeah while i was watching this movie i was also like fuck all this like i already know the federation sucks so i was like you know empathizing with his character the yeah most. for sure um and then yeah so what happens to him um he dies at the end, and then we get uh, another propaganda video that bookends um, the end of the film here, and it gives us what I think is, like, the closest hint to what we were looking for as far as, like, continuing the fascist, like, yeah. mm-hmm. the Federation is not a good place. So they, they so in this propaganda video, um, they take this guy who the entire movie has been, like, fuck he's officers. A, he's a murderer. Like he's, like, he's not a good dude. Well, not even that. Yeah. Like, a guy that like you said, is clearly against the Federation and yep. what they're doing. Um, and now they, <laughs> they have hilariously found was, all this stock footage. It was, it was <laughs> a certainty that who would hang when he came back. It was mm-hmm. a certainty that he'd be a war criminal and he would die. Right. But I, I'm not even talking, I'm talking about sure. his principles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they bastardize his principles and make this, propaganda video where he is like the hero and now they're using his fucking smile from when he first got um you know uh yeah. recruited into the ranks yeah. uh as like this guy is a fucking hero this is who you should be like lieutenant dax or captain dax or whatever he was he's the titular hero of the federation exactly and they're like they put up a statue of him holding the gun that he has at the end and he's smiling and 
And I did think it was funny that they seem to have clips from the movie in the propaganda. Yeah. Like, how'd they get those? But yeah, there's there's a shot of him like super young and smiling, like in his original uniform mm-hmm. and stuff. And I thought that was really fucked up. And it's yeah, it's really sad. It's like the opposite of what this guy would have wanted. Yeah, which makes the movie like slightly more poignant than I would have given the rest of it credit. Right, for. exactly. Yeah, because like, like, okay, okay, so you kind of knew what you were doing, like because yeah. it seems like that maybe like all of those lines about pregnancy. It's like, ooh, were you serious? Like, yeah. you might have been. Well, and then she has the baby, and some recruitment officers like, you better grow up soon so you can go die or yeah, whatever. Like, she's we like, need what? more meat for the grinder. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of how it ends, but yeah. And here's what I would like. I know I like, I have this working theory that it's the middle is not the propaganda, but overall, like, like I said, I was able to accept this movie more once I stopped wanting it to be starship troopers. And I think that like the concept of doing that is good and could be interesting. Like I remember, um, you know, like around the time that Solo came out, people were saying like, we got to do something different with Star Wars and maybe there should be different things in the Star Wars universe, like a rom-com and a horror movie. And this there is sort of like should, what this is. Like it's a horror movie that takes place in the universe of Starship Troopers that we kind of already know. It wasn't perfectly executed or mm-hmm. maybe not even well executed by any means. But like, if you just think of it that way, it is way less offensive i think and it kind of reminded me too of that movie um that we watched uh overlord it's like mm-hmm. so yeah it's that puts you in the middle of world war ii we already know about the world war ii stuff so it doesn't have to like really go into that and it can just have this ridiculous horror movie that's like plopped in the middle of world war ii yeah yeah so yeah i don't know um do you guys want to get into ratings? Do you guys want to get into what this means for Starship Troopers, the universe proper, and what it could go going forward? I think uh, we should do the ratings first. But yeah. first, okay. I just want to mention one other thing yes. that I was curious what you guys thought. Uh, we briefly talked about the music. It's not the same composer. <laughs> but there's this theme uh, in the opening of the movie that's supposed to be like, I don't know, the Federation March mm-hmm. or something. Sure. But it, it's not, they, they didn't like license the music at all from the first film. Really? Because so like, he's in the credits and stuff. Oh, really? Like original oh. theme by. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I, I compared those two, the two marches and they didn't sound the okay. same. So well, maybe it could be a different one. It could have been a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this opening March, uh, it opens over like a black screen and then just the titles come up and like, Times New Roman, or no, not even that. Just like no, it's a shitty font. Some like basic ass font. <laughs> but the whole time, this I, music is playing. I wrote the note and they're like they're gonna make fun of me for making fun of this font. No, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're into fonts. Yeah, we're yeah. Smart. But the music is playing the whole time. I was like, are we about to watch like some sort of like college comedy? It yeah. sounds like it sounds like they're about to like it's like open oh, the up dean. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it sounds like they're about to open up on like a fraternity shot and like uh, you know nineteen seventy six. Princeton College. But guess what? I miss the fucking teen drama from this. I kind of wish that that B story, uh, that A story, well, I don't give a shit. This like, movie, uh, you know, the last movie was two hours and four minutes. This movie is an hour and a half. So we cut out all that 30 minutes of... Uh, character development. Character development, yeah. yep. Got none of it. So you just get one scene where it's oh, like, Otter, get over here. And Billy died, just so you know. Like They tried to make us care, and then he just that died. That was dumb. Yeah. He was Especially the one because he got taken over the by the bugs, but he was still being kind of like, I'm young and dumb. Wasn't like he it. the one talking about God? Yeah. 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 I got confused as to who was who as well, too. Because <laughs> nobody was memorable. 
What about that scene where they're like, <laughs> they tell that one bigger guy like, hey, can you like get on your hands and knees and crawl through this hole so you can help me with the thing on the other side? And then they just like fucking kill him. That was yeah. Uh, uh, did you watch the credits? Yes. Uh, there were three people that were credited only as special effects wizards. <laughs> so, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I don't I mean, I guess they literally used magic. Oh, that's um, crazy. And they did give a special thanks to Paul Verhoeven. So I don't oh, know sweet. if they talked to him about it or if it was just like, thanks for starting the franchise. Yeah, probably. I don't know what the deal was. but Did you watch all the way to the end, Tyler? I scrubbed through. It didn't seem like there's anything there at the end. Oh, well, you missed at the very end over the TriStar logo. The okay. bugs go. <laughs> Just like that. You missed it. I did miss it. I mean, how right. you, the bugs are still out there, man. <laughs> That's what they wanted you to know. Oh. <laughs> Same thing happened in Leprechaun Origins that we watched last <laughs> oh weekend. Uh, at the yeah. end of the credits. So That's right. We watch bad movies outside of this podcast. We do. We do. <laughs> And that movie, I think, had the longest credits of all time. It really <laughs> did. It really did. Uh, but Tyler, anyway. what, uh, you have a rating system? Oh, boy. Uh, how many illumination rounds <laughs> would you give Starship Troopers to Hero of the Federation? Me? I'll go first. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to give it three illumination Ooh. rounds. <laughs> wow, I can see three different I can things. see three different rounds. Um... Yeah, I actually was prepared to be, like, even harder on this movie, but um, it kind of, I feel like it turns it around once things actually get going and you're away from just, like, um, the interpersonal stuff with the, like, all the soldiers that you don't know their names and don't care about. Once starts stuff starts actually going down and you see what's really going on with the, like, you know, um, the species bugs that are kind of, like, taking people over, mm-hmm. like, the thing. Um, I thought that was actually kind of fun and... Uh, yeah, when it starts to get to, gets to go full B movie, um, that's what it should have been the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if they, you know, they clearly were trying to save. I think all their money for the end. This but. movie, we didn't say this. this. The the first like half of this movie takes place in a fog machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. it's literally inside. That's of why a I was fog saying machine. it was dusty. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see what's going on. Um, but I think uh, I think the f- little bit of fun that it has, and then the kind of like twist at the end. It's not really a twist, but where they show that what they've done to Dax and made him the quote-unquote hero of the Federation, um, I think redeems it slightly, so I'm not going to give it like a one or something, but I'm going to give it a three. I'm uh, inclined to be even kinder than that and give it Hmm. four illumination rounds. Um, I might have gone even higher, but you've convinced me uh, that I'm probably giving it too much credit. (laughs) Uh, And I've like put this whole narrative on it that doesn't exist, but I still think it could be an interesting way of looking at it. And I am intrigued by the idea of going to a completely different genre within the same universe. They may not have been intending that, but that's what happened. And I think it's something we really haven't like seen in any of these uh, Mm. Franchises so far, yeah. I I think that uh, it really does feel like a bad episode of a show I like, mm-hmm. um, and that has like some interesting stuff that like oh man, like and then like in two seasons on, like oh they brought that back at they brought mm-hmm. that back. That's cool. Um, I, I I will give it. I was gonna say two. I will give it three. I think that once it gets there, yeah. Boop boop boop. <laughs> uh, I think that once it gets to. The, you know, the bottle episode, we're locked in this installation. Who's who? It's not done with any craft or skill. 
but it is done with a lot of gore and fun. Uh, and I, it does redeem itself at the end by it's named here of the Federation. It has this guy be this subversive character. He's basically snake Pliskin. And then they turn him into this patriotic, you know, guy that, Mm -hmm. that is not who he is. And so it, it carries on the spirit much more than I actually thought that they could. Yeah. Propaganda machine is alive and well. So let's talk about what this means for Starship Troopers proper and going into this third film. Because we now know that the bugs can take over humans, which is a very big deal. Yeah. I think that they're just going to completely forget that that's a thing that they can do and then probably move into something... Technically, I mean, okay, yeah, you could say uh, the explanation explanation for that could be that uh, Sahara went to the Federation, told them all about it, and they fucking shut that shit down. Or sure. they're aware of it, so it's not happening. Or they as like much. test everybody, right, right, right. Somehow. They have, so they could Which, explain. Oh that my way. god! If ooh, this was two thousand four, right? Yes. So, I mean, this is post nine eleven. They could do a two thousand eight. It could be a whole screening thing like that. That's actually incredibly interesting to me. Yeah. What's the movie happen. where they have a thing on their neck? They have to. Oh, and it's not. It's Westworld. Yeah. They like scan <laughs> everybody. Like you know, they're like, show yeah, me yeah. a thing on your neck. You know, like they they could make yeah. sure you're not like in that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what movie? It's is <laughs> is there is there anything in this that you want to see carried forward story wise? Not really. I. I mean. This feels very standalone. Um, like, let's zoom in on this one patrol of people. Um, so you don't, like, I I tend whatever. to agree in that the bug parasite idea isn't interesting. Yeah, it probably won't continue. I mean, I, I, I don't know. They, they could, you know, like, if it was like the scrolls or whatever, they could, uh, they could make something interesting with it if they wanted to bring it back at some point. But they wanted to make it a finite thing. Like, if that general made it to Earth, right. then it'd be over. It'd be done. Yeah, yeah. But it would be interesting if, like, partway through the movie, all of a sudden, like, you had kind Somebody's of forgotten like, oh, about it. I'm a bug boy. Yeah, and you're like, I'm <laughs> this guy again. And you're like, oh, shit. I'm a bug I feel boy, like, and, baby. You know, it seemed like they really only had a few <laughs> yeah. days. Like, we don't really know. <laughs> like, that, yes, that general was high up, but he also, like, he wasn't the president of the Federation. You know, like, there, sure. how much could he have really done in the few days before he started shriveling and turning purple? You right, know, like, right. and somebody could have stopped him. We don't know. Well, and then, like, there is definitely a... we. It's not as explicit, but there was definitely a Tremors-style stages of what this parasite bug could do. There was a larva. There yeah. was, like, the big spine bug. Mm-hmm. Like, so we got to see that, like, there is different evolutions here. And so, like, I like the baby bugs on, the, like, the baby spider bugs from that parasite. We got to see some new bugs. I when, hope- it, when it came out and it was small, it looked like a small version of the giant brain bug that they captured in the beginning it of the did. first movie, which I did like that, at least. So yeah. I hope that more bugs. I hope that evolution of bugs to fight us specifically, that's a cool idea. There's got to be new bugs every movie. Otherwise, it's like, why bother? That's how I feel. <laughs> Will there be a Zordon voice? I hope so. <laughs> um, no, I was glad to see that there was like a new type of bug in this one. Because I feel like they have to up the ante. It can't be like the same... Hey, don't tell anybody from Tremors that, okay? Well, there was new. There was a new thing. There was new Tremors. Tremors every time, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty African much. variety or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. Oh yeah. well, yes. Well, sci-fi uh, okay. is a different story. Yeah. After uh, the original people left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that 
Uh, I don't know. I hope they keep kind of the fascist propaganda thing going somehow. I hope so, too. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have, like, that much hope for it, but optimistically, I hope it does. So. Yeah, I mean, there's something... I'm I'm blanking on the word right now, but uh, there's something that that having it named here in the Federation, I think that there is some subversion mm-hmm. to this series, and I hope that there is at least an element to that. And I feel like this movie did the bare minimum, the bare bare minimum. But because in the title, and because you have a a opening uh, propaganda and a closing propaganda, makes it seem intentional. But it could be completely from reshoots. Well, and also, like, Phil Tippett as the director, you know, the guy's been around a bajillion movies. He knows what's up. But, like, you know, his main thing is the special effects. And so with the budget he had, he did as much as he could of that. You know, Mm -hmm. so like I'm sure if he had more money, he would have loved to make giant, you know, bugs out in the battlefield or whatever. But since he knew that that was not even feasible, took it all the way down to parasites. Yeah, we only see the two types of bugs, like the the soldier bugs and the the invader parasite bugs. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't want to like knock him too hard because like it's a movie. It's limited budget. (laughs) What what can you do? Yeah, seven million is. Sounds like a lot, but it is a not for this it type of movie. Not yeah. for this type of movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, so next week we are fast forwarding just four years to 2008 for Starship Troopers three Marauder. Marauder. Mm. Not really sure what that means. What's that going to mean? Pirates. <laughs> Yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> I'm going to probably drop way space, too many boats, space, space boats, space boats, space boats, space boats. I'm probably going to drop way too many uh, StarCraft references on this one. We'll find out. Ooh, that could be fun. Yeah, I mean, I've got no idea. Um, I I saw some spoilers about things, but I'm not going to say anything. Don't tell us. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to say Sorry. But if you have a story about a space boat, or some other type of marauder story. Uh, Eliz, where can they get in touch with us? Please email us, sequelrights at gmail.com. We're already at the halfway point of this series, so we mm. need to know where to go from here. And uh, also find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at SequelRights. Tyler, and oh, go where ahead. can people send us reviews? We want your stars. We're starving for stars. We are. Uh, give us... A five-star review, and we will be your best friends for life. We're starving for stars. stars. (laughs) Uh, But no, uh, five-star reviews go a really long way. If you like the podcast at all, if you like it a little, if you want to have us make more just so you can hate listen, uh, give us five stars on uh, on iTunes and tell us why you hate us, uh, and we will be sure to make more content. We will Uh, make direct changes based on your responses. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, asterisk, no promises. Uh, well, thanks for being here, everybody. Thanks again to my brother for the theme song at the top of the show. And, uh, yeah, we're marching into the future against those fucking bugs next week. Starship Troopers 3. Marauder. Kill them all. <laughs>